This is the Bible teaching from the Apostolic Church, All Nations Centre in Kennington, London. Reaching the community in practical and caring ways. Here now is a timeless Word of God. Good morning everyone and I welcome you to the service. For some weeks now, I'm sure for those who have been joining us, whether you've been joining us um, uh, as a, a new person joining us for the first time today, uh, you may not be aware, but for some weeks now, we've been looking at the theme, The Strong Christian. And over the past few weeks, we've, as, that we've been exploring that, that theme, uh, we have many of our leaders, many of them have come uh, to share with us on the fact that a strong Christian is not carnal. That is, that strong Christian is led by the Holy Spirit. Also, we've heard that a strong Christian is someone who is empowered, who is protected and victorious. My, my, my. And, and that really in itself is, is liberating. Also, just this last week, we've heard that a strong Christian is a Christian whose life is absolutely surrendered to Jesus Christ as that is where he or she is rooted and as such is made strong. So today, I just want to add my own uh, thoughts to this theme of the strong Christian, and I will be speaking on the strong Christian is strong in love. The strong Christian is strong in love. I want to read from the book of John. In fact, um, I would encourage you, if you have time, to take time to read the book of John because it has a lot to speak about the love of God. I'm reading from the book of John, chapter 15. I will read from verse 9 all the way to 14 and then verse 17. I read, I have loved you even as a father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my father's commandments and remain in his love. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. This is my command. Love each other. I'm hoping that this morning I'll be able to uh, explore what love is, uh, look at how can we truly love God? Because Jesus said, love each other. But how can I, as a Christian, do that so that I'll be strong in love? I want also to look at what are the things that militate against us in, in our wanting to love God, in our wanting to love our fellow human being. I just want to encourage us to take the necessary actions so that we'll be strong in love. Before we can talk about being strong in love, I just want us to look at what exactly is love. I'm sure you would have heard it all over the place. Uh, husbands loving their wives or parents, their children. Uh, people talk about love. But I've come to realize there are so many types of love. Uh, there are four that are quite popular. But you know, of course, this, I, I just heard recently that there are almost up to 40 people were saying that there are many types of love. 
So there's this one we call the filial love, which is the, the friendship love, which is more like a friend to a friend, the eros, the romantic love that would ex exist between a, a husband and a wife, or the storage love, someone said, is the parental love that parents will show to their children. And finally, we have the agape love, which is the unconditional love. Of all that I've mentioned, uh, I'm sure you would agree with me that the strongest of all that is the unconditional love of which Christ is the perfect example. The word of God tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus, from the passage I read to you, has said, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. That is the unconditional love. It has to be love, unconditional love, because how do you explain the Son of God, the maker of the whole universe, leaving his glory behind and coming in the flesh? You know, in my little mind, I sometimes think, what if what if he, 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 he couldn't change back to being God? It's like taking a fish out of the water and putting that fish on the land. What if he couldn't go back into the water? The kind of risk that Christ had to take, leaving all his glory behind, trusting his father just to come and save you and I. It is indeed an unconditional love. Love that only God can give us. He reconciled us back to his father. And today you and I can say we are children of the most high God. We are joint heirs with Christ. It's because of the unconditional love of Christ. In other words, it's easy for me to now say Jesus is the epitome of love. First John 4, 16b says God is love. So when we say that a Christian is strong in love, it means someone who loves unconditionally, like Jesus Christ. And I'm sure you'll be wondering, how would I be able to do that? Are you saying that I should die for somebody else? That's not what I'm saying at the moment. I want you to come along with me as we unpack this love, unconditional love. If we are using Jesus as an example of love, Let's see how he loved and how he's still loving us. The first way I looked at Jesus, how he loved, was the way he showed his love to the Father. The way he demonstrated his love for his Father. The first thing I noticed from the passage I read to you is obedience to his Father. John 15, 10b also says, just as I obey my father's commandments and remain in his love. He showed his love to the father. John 5, 19 says, Jesus explained, I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. Simple, total obedience to God. That's one of the ways Jesus demonstrated his love for his father. The second way he did that was how he spent time alone with the father. If you read the scriptures, there are many scriptures where it tells us about Jesus going to an isolated place 
going to a place to be by himself, to spend time with the Father. Luke 4, 42, Matthew 14, 13, and John 6, 15 tells us of how Jesus will take time away from the crowd, away from the people, and spend time with his Father. And that reminds me, when we love somebody, we want to spend time with them, don't we? And so Jesus always spent time with the Father. The third thing I noticed is that he was, when he was on the earth, he was speaking about the Father to everyone, telling them about the kingdom of God, telling them about the Father, how good, how loving his Father is. John 8, 28 and 30 tells us of how he kept on speaking about the Father. Another way Jesus demonstrated his love for the Father is the way he trusted his father. And if you read John 17, it gives you a glimpse into the trust that Jesus has in his father. When he was about to be arrested and taken away to be crucified, he prayed in the garden. The art of that prayer tells me of someone who trusts his father. Jesus, by doing this, demonstrated the way he loved his father. What about the way Jesus loved us when he was on earth? He demonstrated his love for us, for humanity. He died for us so as to reconcile us with his father. As I've read earlier, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus demonstrated his love for us by dying for us. He preached the good news of the kingdom to us, telling us about this kingdom where he's going to prepare a place for us. This kingdom that has been prepared for you and for myself. Also, he forgave our sins. And he's still forgiving people's sins. Matthew 9.2 and Mark 2.5 tells us that. He also reached out to the poor, to the downtrodden, to the rejected, to the outcast, to the unlearned, people that no one would want to give the time of day, Jesus reached out to them. He showed his love. He showed his love. So if you are somebody, if you are somebody that you think nobody loves you or nobody cares about you, hey, Jesus is reaching out to you today. He's saying, I love you. Where you are at, I love you. You don't need to clean up yourself before you come to me. I have come to you and I love you. I'm ready to take your hands. Also, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Jesus healed the sick. He healed the brokenhearted. Acts 10.38 tells us of this good deed. So Jesus demonstrated his love towards the Father and also demonstrated his love towards us as human beings. And so, if we are using Jesus as our main example, that means for us to be strong in love, we have to look at him and look at how he loved. The way I've, as as I was thinking about this thing, three things came to mind. Accepting, receiving and accepting that love that Christ is giving to you today. If you do not know him, hey, he's calling out to you. 
He loves you. Receive that love today. Accept that love today by giving your life to Jesus Christ. As you give your life to Jesus Christ today, he's ready to take you on this journey of being a Christian and being a strong Christian. I love the fact that you cannot be a strong Christian until you are a Christian. And so that is why it's important that you accept that love that is given to you today. So you become a Christian, and then we can talk about being strong in love. The second thing that comes to mind is growing in love. When you've accepted the love of Christ, the work now lies on us to now grow in that love. Ephesians 3.17 says, Then Christ will make his home in our hearts, in your hearts. As you trust in him, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. So we need to do that growing. It's what we need to do. And that is where the power of the Holy Spirit comes in. We invite the Holy Spirit in. Asking the Holy Spirit to help us to love. You see, if you want to love the filial love, the eros love, uh, the historic love, those ones are maybe easy and people in the world can, can eat love like that. But when we're talking about this unconditional love, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we need to invite the Holy Spirit to help us so that we can grow in love. You see, to demonstrate that love, we need to obey the commandments of Jesus Christ. John 15 verse 10 and John 14 21. As we remain in his love, then it shows by how we obey him. Obeying the commandments of Jesus. The commandment is that we love each other. But we cannot even talk about loving each other. If we cannot love God, if we cannot receive that love, if we cannot grow that love, if we cannot obey Christ. Secondly is spending time with God. Jesus did that. Let's take time out of our busy schedule to spend time with God. Let's study the word of God. Let us pray. Let us wait in the presence of God. I tell you, that is where we begin to receive and be able to grow in that love. Because we cannot give what we do not have. Growing in the love of Christ means waiting in the presence of God. Knowing God, knowing the love of God. And that is why Paul prayed that prayer that we will know the depth, the width, the height of that love. As we know the love of Christ, we grow in love. We can listen to sermons, you know, we can join prayer meetings. What would enhance, what are we bringing into our minds, into our, into our hearts? What comes in will help us in this growth. Another way we can grow in that love is speaking about the love of Jesus to other people. Hey, if you love someone, you want to talk about them to other people. You want to tell them, you know what, this, is, this person loves you. 
He cares so much about you. Why don't you give your life to him? It's not really our job to convict people. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. But what we've been asked to do is to tell people about Jesus Christ, about the love of Christ, and that they should come to him. And then let's pray that those people, as we speak about the love of God to them, they will receive and accept that love by allowing the Holy Spirit into their lives, accepting Jesus into their lives. And so we speak about the love of God and we need to trust God. I know that sometimes this is one of the things that militates against us, trusting God, especially when life happens and, and many things have happened, we begin to doubt if God is really loving. But you know, today, if circumstances of life, if they are causing you to doubt the love of Jesus for you, I want to encourage you to listen to the Holy Spirit as he yearns to reveal and renew that love of Christ in you. And so we can demonstrate our love for God by obeying Jesus Christ, spending time with God in the study of the word, praying, listening to sermons, speaking about the love of Christ, and also trusting God. So what about the third one that comes to mind? is now to express that love. Because now that I've received the love of Christ, now that I'm growing in that love, I can now show it to other people. They will now see it and say, this person shows Christ. So to express the love that I've received and I'm growing in, I would also want to follow the example of Jesus. As I was looking at this, uh, 1 Corinthians 13 came to mind. If you read from verse 4 to verse 7, it talks about love, the attributes of love, what love will do, what love will not do. Love is patient, is kind, and is good. I want to encourage you to be able to express that love to other people. Let us be patient. Let us be kind. Let us do good. Let's reach out to the poor, to the downtrodden, to the outcast, to the unlearned, to the needy. Let's give generously. These were things that Jesus did in terms of reaching out to those that people have given up on. Secondly, let's talk about this good news of the kingdom. Let's heal those who are sick. That's one of the gifts that Christ has given us. Healing. Pray. If you know someone is not feeling well, pray for them, that God will heal them. You'll be surprised at how powerful that your simple prayer would be. Thirdly, is by never giving up, never losing faith, but always hopeful and endure through every circumstance, because that is what love does. Things happen in life, but we have to know that God will never fail because love never fails. And as we trust God without losing faith in God, hopeful, always in our God, you'll be, you, you, it won't surprise me if you are able to endure through every circumstance. Another thing is by not being jealous, not being boastful, not being proud. Hey, there's nothing we have that hasn't been given to us. There's nothing that we ourselves have. Everything we have has been given to us. So there's no need to be boastful. There's no need to be proud. There's no need to be jealous of other people. Because as God loves that person, God loves you too. So there's no need to be jealous. There's no also, no need to be rude. 
The word of God tells us that love is not rude. We should not be rude. We should not demand our way or be irritable. You know? Yeah. Things may be going on in your life, but when you, are, when you see your other brothers or sisters or your family, let's try not to be rude. Let's try not to be irritable. Let's receive the love of God and show that love to them. Another is by being forgiving. Forgive others as Christ has forgiven you. Even it's in the Lord's Prayer that we forgive as Christ has forgiven us. It's huge and you'll say, you are saying so many things. How do I do that? We receive the love of Christ, which helps us to know how much we've been forgiven. And that helps us to be able to release other people by forgiving them and not keeping record of wrong. If someone has wronged you, if someone has wronged me, we shouldn't keep the record in our mind. Some of us, we can keep all these records. Let's let it go. Let's say, Lord, I receive your love. Wipe off my mind everything, every wrong that's holding me back from expressing the love of Christ. Another thing is by rejoicing whenever the truth wins out and not about injustice. Are you happy? Am I happy? When the truth prevails in the society, wherever we are, are we happy when truth wins? We shouldn't be happy about injustice. I've mentioned a few things that militate against us in being able to, to receive that love or, or grow in that love or express that love. But other things like lack of time, we are too busy. We need time with God. If we cannot love God, we cannot love a fellow human being. And if you say you love God, and also hate the fellow, fellow human being, it's not working. It's not true love. It's not the unconditional love. Because if we say we love God, we must then love human being. That's why it starts from going to God first. That is why we have to grow in that love before we can express to human being. Sometimes we want to circumvent that process by saying we love people. But if you have not received that unconditional love and grow in it, we cannot give true unconditional love to fellow human beings. So find time, create that time, protect that time. Not when you are too tired, find time to spend with God. No matter how small, begin little and start increasing it. Read the word of God, ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes, ask the Holy Spirit to help you, ask the Holy Spirit to help you to grow in the love of God. Secondly, let us not be disobedient. Let us be obedient. If God says, this is it, let it be done. Don't let us argue. Don't let us do 60% obedience, 40% disobedience, because it is still disobedience. Let us not love self, love the world, love money. All these things are things of the world. And when we are talking about the unconditional love, to be strong in love, we cannot allow these things to stand in our way. As we receive the love of Christ by giving our lives to Christ, if you are not a believer, and as we dwell in God's presence, loving God, growing in that love, we are able to now express it to other people. But we need to be aware of all these other things that could militate against us. 
So whilst drawing to a close now, I'm just concluding. I want to ask you, where are you? Are you in the stage where you are just about to receive that love of Christ? If you are, I want to encourage you to give your life to Christ today. And if you already received that love, but you are not growing in it, I want to encourage you to spend time. Spend time with God. Go back to God today. It's never too late. Say, Father, I want to know this love that we're talking about because I want to be strong in it. You see, we cannot be strong if we don't grow. A seed, a maize seed or a corn seed remains a corn seed if they don't grow. They cannot become a huge plant. To be strong in love, we need to grow. So we need to spend time with God. We need to listen to sermons, pray, join prayer meetings, study the word of God, talk about Jesus, obey what Jesus wants, to, wants you to obey. Well, uh, the commandments of Jesus, we need to be in total obedience. And finally, once we've done that, I want to encourage us to now start expressing that love to other people. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you in how you express that love so that you are strong in love as you tell other people about Jesus, as you show kindness to people, as you don't allow bitterness to stand in your way, as you show the love that God has for humanity by sending his son to the world as you show it to other people. In Kennington here, we have a program called The Turning. Why not join it? It's a way of us reaching out to those who do not believe. I want to encourage you today. Let us be strong in love. God bless you. Thank you for listening to God's Word. We are the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Find us at Tyus Terrace, Kennington, London, SE11 5LY. Our telephone number is 0207-820-9917. On the web, we are at www.apostolic-anc.org. All Nation Centre, reaching out to you in practical and caring ways.